Today, travel secrets exposed as an airline tries to sue a passenger for not taking the full journey of his or her trip. Plus, how to save on car rentals, flights, what are the best President's Day deals? This is the Deal Guy podcast, and I have that all coming right up. Hi, I'm the Deal Guy, Matt Granite. Welcome back to the Deal Guy podcast. And if I'm not welcoming you back and I'm welcoming you for the first time, my name is Matt Granite. I am known as the YouTube Deal Guy. And I'll just go through this really super fast. I don't know if this is to determine my credibility for those of you that have stumbled upon this or for those of you that actually care where I work or how you've seen me before, but this is kind of like my intro. I'm just going to do it so fast. I work for ABC, NBC, and CBS TV stations across the country. I have worked in the past for USA Today Travel. I unbox the top deals that I consider to be on the planet on YouTube, and I also host programming for Amazon Live. That's me. What about you? The funny thing is every day when I run through this, and don't worry, I'm not going to babble, I'll get to the point, but every every podcast I upload, I always wonder, who's listening? Who are you guys? And I'm sure so many of you have not only credentials that are so much more interesting than anything I'll bring to the table, but you're probably very interesting people. I can tell by many of your podcast questions and some of the other comments that trickle into YouTube that I am in a highly educated audience right now, a group of people. So rather than me preaching price drop points at you, I like to think that because you guys are smart, a lot smarter than I am, you will continue to feed me these awesome questions where hopefully I'll know them. And if I don't, I'll research them. And in the case of travel and tech and some of the really cool roundups that we have coming up this week, this is at least in my wheelhouse. But obviously, if we had to get in a whole discussion about politics or true crime or other highly coveted podcast topics, I'd be completely out to lunch. So it's it's hard to sometimes sound like an expert without sounding just like a total jerk. Uh, This is what I do. And uh, I I hope I can bring some credibility to the table. Enough about me. I want to start with a really interesting thing that we saw in the travel world today. And I'm going to attribute this to secretflying.com. They're actually a a very cool last minute travel blog. I'm going to show you how to save on last minute travel airfare with President's Day this coming weekend. Or if you're listening to this and President's Day has already passed, we are going to discuss other ways to save money moving forward. But this is really interesting. So I'm going to, again, giving full credit to secretflying.com. I'm going to uh, read you a little bit about their blog and I'm going to interject uh, what they've posted. And then I think we'll we'll get through this. All right, here we go. So Lufthansa, you guys are not familiar with them. They are a German airline, actually very good service, although they are not my favorite. Uh, and they are suing a passenger for missing the final leg of his journey. So the man was supposed to fly from Seattle to Frankfurt and then to Oslo, but he failed to show up for the Frankfurt-Oslo flight part. So again, he was trying to fly from Seattle to Frankfurt and then to Oslo, but he basically just stopped in Frankfurt. Instead, from Frankfurt, he flew to Berlin on a separate ticket, saving himself almost 5,000 U.S. dollars. Now, the airline wants the passenger to recompensate them for what they call tariff abuse, ticket abuse. Now, this this hidden secret, I wouldn't say even secret at this point, but it's, it's, a, it's a ticketing practice that I think I've done at least a couple times. I'm sure some of you have done it before. You book a one-way flight with a layover, and then you get off the plane in the layover city and you don't continue with your trip. It, it, it can bring huge savings. And it's sometimes airlines are, in my opinion, as a travel vlogger and someone who travels two to three times a week, I don't know what you guys think. I think they're completely taking advantage of us. So this is an example that Secret Flying did. And I I was going to bring my own examples to the table, but theirs is actually phenomenal. So 
uh, they provided examples to show a one-way nonstop flight with American Airlines from Grand Rapids, Michigan to Dallas, Texas cost $421 on the 20th of February. So again, Grand Rapids, Michigan to Dallas, $421. On the same day, it's possible to book a one-way Grand Rapids, Michigan to Houston flight for $183. However, this flight has a layover in Dallas, Texas. See what I mean? Grand Rapids to Dallas, $421. Grand Rapids to Houston, where you don't go on to Houston and you stop in Dallas, 183. That's stupid. I don't understand it. Airlines are, again, when they are organizing flights based on fuel costs and the number of people on board and booking and a bunch of other different interesting things that they bring to the table. By the way, I should also mention I'm working on a pilot license right now too. So I'm not completely on the side of, uh, or completely against airlines and completely on the side of customers, but airlines, come on, you got to do better. If a passenger does not check any bags and decides to exit the airport on their layover, and save themselves $238, or in the case of the Lufthansa Traveler, Lufthansa Traveler, I should say, pardon me, $5,000, deal with it. You're, the, the, I realize that, and I, I know I'm sounding angry, and I'm, I'm sure there are going to be many people who think, you know, granted, you're, this is, you're exploiting something, and this is not fair to the airlines. and not. You know what? Airlines have not made it pleasant to travel lately. And the problem with airline travel in a lot of cases is there is no accountability because there is not a lot of competition. We'll get to that in a moment. But by the way, how does this work? In November, this past November, a Spanish court ruled that uh, an Iberia passenger could not be punished for stopping in a city and not completing a flight and then getting on another airline. And this is what I think. And I'm going to actually use some examples as a Canadian, and then we're going to talk in, uh, about how to save money. In Canada, I, I'm, by the way, I work in New York and Cleveland and a bunch of other cities, but I was born and raised in Toronto and I spend a good chunk of my life here where I'm recording this podcast from right now. There are basically two, two to three major cell phone providers. There's a company called Rogers, Bell, and Telus. And there are some subcarriers, but they all rent space off of the networks of these other three. And in the US, our smartphone providers are AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, and Sprint and then many other smaller carriers. And you will find that although internet speeds and download speeds are generally a little bit faster in Canada, you're paying an arm and a leg because you're generally going through two companies, if not three. And in the States, they're highly affordable. They're much more competitive because there's not a monopoly. Uh, what would be a better example, perhaps? Are you tired of overpaying for your cable bill? Well, there's only one cable company for your area and you're nickel and dimed and pulled into these awful contracts because there's no competition, there's no accountability, and that's the problem with airlines. With airlines, there's generally, uh, I guess, some significant airlines. We've got United, we've got Delta, we have American Airlines, and then we have carriers that don't travel nearly as many routes, like Southwest and JetBlue and Alaskan Airlines and some of the smaller subcarriers, but in Frontier, and then you've got the discount carriers, and... Um, when it really comes down to it, there, the way the hubs are divided across the United States, you don't have three or four airlines to choose from in some cases for a specific route. So a flyer going from Grand Rapids to Houston is generally dealing with American Airlines. For me, when I fly to New York City from Toronto, I'm generally dealing with Air Canada. Even if I fly United, it's a co-shared operated flight. 
And if I do decide that I want to go through a smaller carrier in Canada, the case would be WestJet or something along those lines, I can, but I don't have the same access to flight schedules. And because there aren't a bunch of airlines flying the same route, there's the airlines nickel and dime you. They, they employ awful practices. A better example perhaps would be if you were flying LaGuardia to Los, I guess a better example would be JFK to Los Angeles, JFK to LAX. There's going to be several airlines that that center upon both of those major routes with several hubs in both cities. And you're going to get better airfare, more competitive airlines, and airlines will actually do more for you if your flight is canceled. So this is something to, to really keep in mind where the airlines don't have to do better because there aren't enough airlines and enough competition in place. And I think this this example of it would be, I think, prime as to how they're taking it too far and suing passengers is ridiculous, but I'd be happy to hear what you think. And obviously, since this is a money-saving site, I just wanted to open with that as an interesting piece of discussion, but I also wanted to talk to you about how to save money on flights and this is, I'll talk about my favorite resources. Uh, so first things first, if you are first, I'm not editing this, I just need to learn how to speak properly. Uh, if you're flying last minute travel, and these are last minute travels where maybe you want to search any destination for a last minute getaway for President's Day or from your respective city, airfarewatchdog.com is phenomenal. You can do what I call blanket searches. That's where you just want to depart from a city and then it finds the best routes and the least expensive travel options for you on there. That would be a really good uh, way to go. Secretflying.com also posts just really good airfare deals. So for example, if you were going to go today from, uh, you wanted to go nonstop from New York to Milan, Italy for $398 round trip. Uh, amazing deal, right? You might have to get yourself to New York but if you've always wanted to go to Italy, what could be a $200 trip to New York will still result in a $598 round trip to Italy. Uh, so they, they post a lot of last minute deals, which I think is phenomenal. And uh, for example, if you've, uh, what would be this other one right here? If you were to fly nonstop from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada to Dublin, Ireland, you could do so for $299 round trip. You have to get to Hamilton, but that's 40 minutes outside Toronto. And that is something I did not know. So there we go. A really good travel log of 10 trending last minute price drops. And you can search for different areas. It's a really cool deal site. So Air Watchdog on that. If you are interested and you know your route and you're very specific about your day of your travel and destination, I still think Expedia is one of the best resources for searching different airlines. And what, what Expedia does, and I'm going to tell you why I like Expedia in a second. Expedia, it, well, they'll cut you a huge deal if you bundle which means um, they'll basically give you your hotel for free if you book your flights because they're in bed with a lot of hotel companies and, and they get incentives from the airlines. But what is interesting about Expedia is they will actually piece together different flight options for the same journey. So if you wanted to go from, I don't know, New York City, LaGuardia, let's go back to New York for a second, and you wanted to fly to London, England, it would populate perhaps the best fare for you, which might be, United on the way there, but British Airways, which operates with a co-share flight of American Airlines on the way back. And they'll actually piece together both parts of the trip. If you were to book one-way trips on your own from the respective airlines on the respective websites, you can be paying a lot more. Expedia generally doesn't have any booking fees. Sometimes it's 2 or $3 a ticket. A few other options I like about Expedia is that if there is a flight price drop, they do have something where you can do a fare lock, where Pardon me, if you if you fly and your flight price drops any time prior to departure for what's sometimes eight or ten dollars a trip, they'll give you the refund as soon as you complete your trip based on whatever the fare drops to as many times as it drops. If that is not available on all trips, 
Uh, one thing that I also like about Expedia is uh, upon reaching your destination or when you at least book your destination through them, they'll present you with other options like really good car rental discounts, which we'll talk about car rentals in a moment. One thing Expedia advertises heavily is that if you book through them, you can cancel anything within 24 hours. I think by law, almost every airline has to give you a 100% refund, regardless of what airfare you book within 24 hours of booking. So I don't think that's anything that makes Expedia special. I will tell you, uh, their customer service is horrendous, but I've never met an airline. You know what? If I had to rate customer service very quickly from airlines, and I do a lot of customer service tests for major companies, I would say, believe it or not, one of my least favorite airlines to fly personally has the best customer service on the phone, American Airlines. Phenomenal customer service. If you reach one of their Texas call centers, uh, they will not only help you if your flight is canceled or delayed due to weather, but they'll often book you onto a Delta flight or one of the airlines that's part of their same network. So they get two huge thumbs up for that. Uh, a big fan of that uh, in terms of customer service. I would say Delta has actually deteriorated significantly in terms of airport issues. They are uh, not staffing a lot of their gates during cancellations and, and delays. So sometimes when a flight does take off, the booking agents aren't there. I've, I've seen some cases of this recently in some customer service tests that I've done. So uh, that's interesting. And Alaskan Airlines, as an example, which is not my favorite physical plane to be on because they're a bit of a discount carrier as phenomenal customer service and they do such a great job. So it's, it's really interesting how there's not always a correlation uh, between flight attendants and planes and customer service. Okay. In terms of booking, what are the cheapest days to book? Cheapest days to book are generally the weekends of holidays that I've seen and then any occasion. And we'll get to any occasion in a moment. And then I'll tell you when to book your flights. So for example, this coming weekend, and you need to sometimes look at a national or a international calendar, I should say, as an example. Why? Well, we're all very self-focused. We know it's President's Day in the United States. But did you also know it's Family Day in Canada? No, why would you? You don't live in Canada. It's a weird holiday. You probably haven't heard it. And if you're listening to this in Canada, did you know it was President's Day? We don't always know that. And when it's Queen Victoria Day, did you also know sometimes it's a, it's a different type of holiday? Or when it's 4th of July, did you know that the 4th of July Independence Day is three days after Canadian Independence Day, which is July 1st, Canada Day, I should say. What does this mean? Well, when you put together different occasions and different holidays being celebrated in different countries, carriers that serve more than one country will post insane deals. So for example, this coming weekend, while everyone else is enjoying their President's Day and Family Day travel, Expedia is going to be hitting up the international audience like you wouldn't believe with great deals. I did say also any occasion. These days, airlines still need your business. As monopolizing and uncompetitive as the airline industry is, they do fly out of hub cities where you have 12 different options to fly into New York City from certain other hubs and they need to capture your attention. They also need idiots like me to talk about them on the radio and travel, and anytime there's a Southwest sale for $39, I'm generally the person that needs to talk about that. So they will celebrate anything, and trending occasions are generally what will demonstrate or bring in traffic. So for example, did you know Air Canada has a Valentine's Day sale? What the heck? Well, what, do you, what do you mean? Well, they do. This year, business might have been a little bit slower. They had some negative PR tied to their frequent flyer program. They're adjusting a little bit and they want people like me to say, guys, did you know there's an Air Canada Valentine's Day sale? Book your trips anywhere in the world. So 
They do celebrate occasions. Airlines never used to acknowledge Black Friday. They do now. And this is what I can tell you in terms of booking. The whole rule of booking on a Tuesday is not a thing anymore. Any consumer advocate or reporter who's telling you to book on a Tuesday is using advice from 10 years ago. I see just as many promotions on Wednesdays and Thursdays as I do on Tuesdays now. And there are a lot of really nice deals that drop sometimes on Sunday. So is there a specific day of the week? Not as much as there is an occasion. If Valentine's Day falls on a Thursday, you might want to take a very good look on a Thursday with that sale that's going to expire. The best sales generally appear for future travel of three to six months, three weeks before a major occasion. So for example, if you know roughly five to six weeks from now, you want to go to Europe, five to six five to six months from now, you want to go to Europe, look at the nearest holiday occasion, random, whatever it is on the calendar. President's Day, 4th of July, there's generally going to be a sale. And if you can plan your dates around any type of holiday or any type of event on a calendar, you're going to find some incredible patterns. And if you guys are listening to me, you're like, this is a very roundabout way of saying we just need to look for any trending occasion and book a flight. You do, but the flight needs to usually be within five to six months. And I should also mention that airlines uh, now update their flight schedules based on what they call desperation. So they know that anyone that needs to fly more than six months past an occasion is booking out of necessity and they're going to book their flight no matter what. I'll give you an example of this trick. A lot of people at Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas every year book their hotels for the next year while they're in Vegas because the Consumer Electronics Show dates are announced while they're there, generally before they leave, and they know they need to come back next year, and they've just checked out of the Aria, and they know they really want to be at the Aria next year. So what does Aria do? They jack up all their rates to their most expensive prices you've ever seen. They lay them all down, and anyone that's going to book a year in advance is going to lock in the worst rates. Airlines know that too. If you have that really important family trip that you take every year to Hawaii, the airlines know that you're generally maybe booking your flights like clockwork because you locked in your timeshare, your resort, or whatever it is, and you want to book and you need to book now. Don't do that. Year in advance is not your friend. I would never book more than six months out. With that being said, Generally, three months in advance is the magic mark for domestic travel and five to six months for international travel. I wouldn't go any earlier than that and uh, would definitely keep in mind that occasions like Thanksgiving, really actually only Thanksgiving, generally five to six months in advance is the way to go if you can. That's the one exception, Thanksgiving. I consider that's the busiest travel day within the United States and I would just uh, treat that day a little bit differently. Okay. That handles airfare. I did mention car rentals. Let's go quickly into car rentals. Then we're going to talk about cruises. Then I'm going to flag very quickly some deals and uh, talk about some very exciting things going on. Okay, okay, okay. We'll do cruises fast. And uh, car rentals are pretty easy. Car rentals. I did mention Expedia. Expedia owns a website called carrentals.com. Similar to Expedia, and this is not my favorite website, similar to Expedia, carrentals.com is one of my favorite ways to aggregate the best, or I should say the, the most reliable car company rates, where if you need to cancel your car reservation, you want to be locked into a prepay, they generally do a very good job of aggregating car rental rates. You can search, you get an account, you can log in, really nice website. My favorite way, though, to lock in a car rental discount, and if you heard me talk about this in an earlier podcast, I apologize, but I don't think I ever talked about why this is the number one way to lock in the lowest rate. 
autoslash.com. Autoslash.com is a human-run aggregating source for the best and lowest car rental rates, but you don't get your answer on the spot, and this is what drives people crazy about the website. You go to autoslash.com, you put in whatever dates it is that you want to travel, and then they ask you for your email address. They will not spam you. I've run 10,000 tests on this. They will send you, within 15 to 25 minutes, car rental rates. But you don't get it on the spot because there's search engines and sometimes the intervention of a human being, depending on what's going on, require some buffer time before they can provide your rates. And once you receive those rates, hands down, auto slash gets the lowest rates every time. It's unbelievable. If, if you have your own corporate discount code, usually auto slash will be better. They rely upon other websites. They pull data from Hotwire and they will actually connect you with the best third party site. They don't actually take your money, but they are excellent for prepay rates where you can't cancel and then they are also quite good with some of the cancellation rates they will just lock you in with with the lowest prices i am so impressed by auto slash i just booked car rentals for i believe five or six different trips this year through them and i'm it's what what date are we on i'm recording this on february 12th amazing well done auto slash Let's talk uh, very quickly about the other ways that car companies will nickel and dime you and then my recommendation on this. When you get to the car rental counter, they will ask you generally if you want to prepay your tank of gas and they'll tell you how great their rates are and blah, blah, don't do it. There's never a way. You have no idea how much gas you're going to consume. And as long as you aren't filling up on the way back to the gas station at 15 minutes prior to your boarding time at the most expensive gas station that happens to be there, you're going to do very well on gassing it up on your own. Again, it's very difficult to gauge consumption, no pun intended. Do not prepay your tank of gas, in my opinion. Also, I do not recommend the car rental insurance for the day. They will nickel and dime you on that and, and crazy rates on things like protecting your valuables if your car is broken into in the trunk. Don't leave stuff in your trunk. You'll be fine. But... I do highly recommend third-party insurance through websites like carrentals.com, Autoslash, and they generally use companies like Alliance Global to give you third-party insurance so you don't need to put a claim through your primary insurance provider. Now, I know a lot of people listening right now will say, well, my primary insurance provider provides car rental insurance. Y of course they do. And then you put your claim through them. And then for that car that you've rented, an unfamiliar car, in an unfamiliar city where you may not know where you're going on unfamiliar highways, you are most likely to get into an accident during that time. <laughs> and for $10 more per day with no deductible and no risk of raising your primary insurance rates, you can rely upon some third party so your car can get all smashed and dandy and you can give it back and you are covered. I highly recommend that. If you are someone that goes back to the same area every year, you have a cottage, a vacation home, a timeshare, and you're very familiar with the area, of course, it's like driving in your own backyard. You don't need to take out secondary insurance on that. But for all of us, and for times of the year, for example, let's say you go to Florida, and if you're listening to this in Florida, I, I don't, I'm not making any disparaging comments about senior drivers. My grandparents are better drivers than I am at the age of 86 and 90 and 91, but every year, when I go to Florida to visit my grandparents, I get nearly killed on the wonderful drive from the West Palm Beach Airport to Palm Beach or Boca or wherever I'm driving by many very handsome and beautiful senior citizens who cannot see above the wheel that well or who are driving at abnormally slow speeds or who are in two lanes at once. 
It's not to put down seniors. If you're listening right now, you're you and you are a senior. I'm sure you're a better driver than I am. And be honest, uh, teenagers put them down too, right? <laughs> I was a really crappy teenage driver as hard as I tried. You get better with experience, but obviously when your eyesight goes a little bit as we all age, <laughs> our, our, our sensibilities are a little bit different behind the wheel. Um, it's just something to keep in mind that in, in certain areas, snowbirds, you're going to possibly be more likely to get into an accident. Again, um, I'm not trying to, and I should say, I, I, my um, great-grandmother was around not too long ago before uh, she, we unfortunately lost her, or unfortunately, fortunately, I should say that she lived a wonderful life, unfortunately, that we lost her. Um, she was she was just not at her best driving in her 90s. It's just It's just a thing. So again, just trying to cover all bases. Very quickly on last-minute cruises. Uh, CheapCaribbean.com has great cruise options, and then LastMinuteCruises.com is a phenomenal aggregator. Keep in mind, last-minute cruise deals are, let's say, for example, um, you want to—they've got a, a deal right now for a, a ten days Bahamas cruise. For uh, sorry, pardon me. Let me just try this again. They have a three-night Bahamas cruise that leaves in ten days for five hundred and eighteen dollars. That's generally the. Um, Closest turnaround time from point of departure. And then the longest you generally can go on some of these aggregators is 24 days for what's a so-called last-minute trip. Uh, the same trip, uh, 24 days, would be $358 for a three-night cruise, just to put that into perspective. There is um, generally an advantage to calling their cruise specialists. I, I am a big fan of their cruise specialists. I think they've done they've done a decent job. They've gotten better over the years. Um, there are no booking or certif- services of any kind. They do have certified cruise specialists. And, and they are, here's the thing. I think with um, a lot of the companies online, these days there's, there's accountability. They really, really want you to go back and buy from them again. And they know that word of mouth and social media is very important. So I'm actually just going to look at last minute cruises. I just want to see what their Better Business Bureau rating is because I thought they they started out not as good as they are right now. But let's just look. See, this is real time. Before I tell you, they've got a, a good rating. They do. Um, they have an A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. So there you go. Um, I've I've had a, a great experience with their customer service. So keep in mind, ten to twenty four days out is good. CheapCaribbean.com is also a great uh, website to go forward with. So that is President's Day travel. I hope that helped you. Before we wrap up, I do want to talk about deals because I did mention to you guys that I, I hunt deals for a living. This is my favorite thing. And I figured we could just very quickly look at a roundup of deals that I love for President's Day, all of which are available on YouTubeDeals.com, which is my YouTube channel, and I have links for all of the deals right there. So let's go very quickly through this. If you are looking, we've got some really good items this week, Uh, wonderful travel camera, 360-degree virtual reality HD camera. I did mention this briefly last week, YouTubeDeals.com. It is $69, down from about $300. It is phenomenal. If you're looking for a shark vacuum for President's Day, $199 down from about $300 for the Shark Flex. Big fan of that. If you are looking for the best power bank I have seen, which is a 22,000 milliamp hour super brick power bank, smart charge determines what type of device is plugged into it, $39.99, YouTubeDeals.com or IntelliShoppers.com, I-N-T-E-L-L-I-S-H-O-P-P-R-S.com. I love that. By the way, leading up to Valentine's Day, we're seeing a lot of great deals. 
I'm going to have a weighted blanket deal on my YouTube channel. I know the market is kind of inundated right now with weighted blankets, but this is what I will tell you. Uh, the weighted blanket that I found has an even weight distribution of 15 pounds or whatever it is, guaranteed and clinically proven to help you fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer. Big fan of that. And the one that I found is uh, made of sustainable insides. So it's so-called ingredients are safe and, uh, you know, it's just it's marking all the boxes. It's not some... Uh, piece of junk where you're going to be weighted down with uneven weight and it's just something that's important i generally don't love weighted blankets but i am in the minority people love them and uh so weighted blankets a fun gift if your significant other won't cuddle with you this weighted blanket will and a cool gift for guys or, or women as uh, a carbon fiber pen that's the difference between using an entry-level vehicle and driving a ferrari and this is a really cool carbon fiber pen. It's lightweight, feels amazing in your hand. It's gorgeous. You fill it up. Uh, it's a legacy piece, right? You keep the pen for life and you can just use standard pen refills on it. Handsomebrandsllc.com has that. And that will be in my Valentine's Day Roundup slash President's Day Roundup. Those are just a few deals that I really like if you are looking for that. If you are looking for the best pair of over-the-ear noise cancellation headphones, my recommendation for this week is a $300 pair of headphones down to $69.99. Actually, you know, with their MSRP, I think they're, they're usually closer to $180 with a selling price, $69.99. I'm not going to quote their list price because that's ridiculous. We all know that. Um, these pair of headphones, which are phenomenal, made by Idea USA, are called the Idea Play V206 headphones. I love them at $69.99 because they have active noise cancellation, a whopping 25-hour battery life, and if you are traveling, the person beside you won't shut up or you need to block out jet engine noises or a baby behind you. This is one of my favorite pairs of active noise cancellation headphones. They are better sound quality than Beats and just as effective as Bose, in my opinion, with a fraction of the price. So there you are, youtubedeals.com. Those are my favorite deals of the week. So that was a lot about travel. I hope you found that interesting. I was getting a lot of subscriber questions tied to travel, which is why I really wanted to do this topic thoroughly. I hope this didn't sound like a rant or a babble, even though I, I kind of began with one about the airline suing the travelers, <laughs> the passengers. And uh, if you are traveling anywhere this President's Day, I hope your journey is phenomenal. If you have a staycation, I hope it's relaxing. And if you do have upcoming travel to book this year, I hope it is safe and rewarding. And I want to thank you guys for joining me on this journey right now. And I would just like to tell you that if there's any other topics that you'd like covered in the near future... I would love to have that taken care of right here. A reminder that I upload every Wednesday. And if you're not yet subscribed or you haven't rated this podcast or shared it, I would love more than anything if you could do one of the three. If you, obviously, if you subscribe, that's so cool because then we get to return and reunite. But if you are able to like it or share it, that enhances its discoverability. And I say this every week. It's not so I can become a podcast famous person. I don't think that's in my future. But I do love people saving as much money as possible. And the more people that discover the podcast, the better questions I get. And then I can make better podcasts and focus on topics that affect and appeal to more people. So I want to thank you all for helping me do that if, if you have a moment to do so. And I know there are a lot of people that, that do listen now and return listeners, and it's it's so awesome. So thank you. You can find this anywhere on Spotify or podcasting for Apple or wherever it is that you, you find your podcast. So thank you. I'm at youtubedeals.com if you want to drop me a line or subscribe there to YouTube, my YouTube channel. And uh, if not, I'll just hopefully see you during my travels or at some point soon. I hope it's soon. I love meeting you guys in person whenever our paths cross. So I love you. Safe travels. Thanks for listening. Bye.